0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, it's happening? We're here. We got, oh wait, no, uh, it's not a movie, but it's still really freaking exciting. We got Hawkeye episode five, Ronin, all that and that. We have no control over.
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And we have two wonderful guests with us this fine evening we have matthew fox uh superhero ethics and star wars universe podcast how you doing matthew
2: kingman's back i mean wait are we, uh, no yep, spoilers no spoiler yet? alert uh, spoiler, uh, just, god come on you hurt melissa's that's ears that's my job <laughs> let's talk <sighs> melissa i said nothing i'm just glad to be here <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> melissa khalil is also with us how are you melissa
2: I'm good if
3: you know, all you people out there still have audio after Fox just blew your speakers out.
1: <laughs> Eardrums. Don't worry, I'll do some wonderful post-massaging on that moment, but like, uh, Melissa, your, your your hearing is unfortunately damaged forever.
0: <laughs> Can't it's, that in
3: the the- it's in the theme of the series. <laughs> I've got my Elena vest.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got my Hawkeye ears. I'm a
3: committed fan.
0: <laughs> when, when, I'm, when, helping, when, I'm helping i'm method, helping method, baby method <laughs> a
1: few years when this yep. is hard of hearing they're gonna have that like why are you hard of hearing and she's gonna have one moment flash into her brain <laughs> just that one yeah. moment
3: <laughs> I, and honestly f- fox it was worth it the moment good. we got <laughs> <laughs> i did not blame you one
0: bit right, right. Uh, too many fox explosions
3: <laughs> enough silliness
0: let's get to it
3: yes
1: spoiler alert Freaking D'Onofrio is back. We. This is oh. the implications. Of this are huge. We have so much to say just about that one moment. I have so so much to say.
0: Um, his name was in the credits. They said yep. his, name, say his name. His name was there. Name. Oh, huh? oh. I so much. So, did anybody else's arms just, like, flail wildly when they showed the picture? Yes. And it was Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yep. Like I said, the poor people on my apartment floor, it was 3 a.m. here, and I screamed. <laughs> I am watch- I'm watching Daredevil right now, which, for those of you that haven't watched the Netflix series, it's a must now. I'm very sorry. But they are very good. It took me forever to get yeah. into them, but they are very yeah. good. You will not regret it.
2: But I screamed. "Ah," I'm pretty sure I awoke everybody on my floor. This is one time that Marvel faked me out, and I love them for it. Because when she looked at the picture and passed the phone to him, and he just said, it's the one we've been looking for, I had a moment where I just knew they were going to cut to the credits then, and we wouldn't have to wait another week to see the picture. Hmm. Because Marvel's done that to us so many times, and then they showed the picture. And I was like, "Ah," it, it, it just we'd all started to think it was true, but like, you know, I was always the person who was like, Mephisto, yeah." Like, I've, <laughs> never, I've never gotten on board these trains with any of you. I don't think any of these people are going to be in Spider-Man. I think you're all being faked out. I don't know. <laughs> but I started to get on the D'Onofrio train, and then it was just... I think he's my favorite character that's ever been in the MCU. And so to have him be back in this kind of the official MCU, it's just... Yeah. Oh, it's Oh, God. It's huge. I am so... Like,
1: I've been telling... We've all been telling you, Melissa, that you had to watch those Netflix shows. But I am so jealous of you right now, having the experience of just now making it through Daredevil and having Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, be so fresh in your mind and then getting this drop, like, we all waited four years for this, and you're, like, just, (laughs) like, I'm I'm mad, I'm mad at you a little bit.
3: (laughs) It's like when people's kids, like, watch Infinity War, and then immediately like hit next on Disney Plus to watch Endgame. Game. Like no 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 no, you have to wait a year. <laughs> you
1: just you like Wait did. a year. <laughs> Sit on your ass. That's, that's called child
0: abuse. I think. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and I was abused for a yeah. year by Marvel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> Hey, I'm just paying it
2: forward, man. Like, come on, <laughs> hurt people, hurt people. You know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. None of y'all went through what I did, which is being four years old hearing Darth Vader say, "I am your father," and then having to wait two years to Return to the Jedi came Ooh, out. So, wow. We're just going to throw down the OG
1: wait. <laughs> that's that's some OG wait stuff right there.
2: Good good call. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let, let's talk about what it means. Cause there are just there's so many things that could be connected to now. Oh, yeah. it's so much. It's so they, much. Oh, we get we get Danny Rand back. <laughs> oh,
0: oh <laughs> sorry. why yeah, did sorry. you jump there? What is your problem, why <laughs> Jeffrey? trying to make us
1: all less excited, th- Jeff. This,
0: like this is a dad joke to the extreme. Like watching all of you cringe after saying that. That was the that was my goal. Uh, we're trying
3: to get people to like to watch the Mo- Netflix series. <laughs> Listen, Jeff.
0: Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Kristen Ritter, though Jessica Jones, like, yeah, yes, uh-huh. well, well, amazing. Guys, and here is the amazing. thing: amazing.
1: We we, we all we have we you know I don't know I don't know how to talk about all this without uh, Fox has completely avoided um, spoilers for Spider Man, so I don't want to talk about well, it too deep. But you know the little bit that there might be multiverse involved. So the I, question that we got to answer still is: Are these the same versions? Even though they look like them. Uh, right. You're is caught that up on Loki. In the same universe? You're right. caught up on Loki, right? Matthew? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Okay. So, so you know that there's the idea of variance. The, one of the questions we still have to answer is like, is this the kingpin that, that swung that door on that fine day? Or is this a
2: brand <laughs> new kingpin?
0: <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Well, I mean,
0: so let's it start was here. a fine evening, as I recall. <laughs> it's true. Was, it's true. I was
2: trying to remember how does Daredevil season three en- it, it ends with him going back to prison. No, No, no no, Melissa hasn't seen that. Oh my goodness,
3: you guys! Give me a thumbs up when you're done. (laughs) Okay,
1: okay. Okay. (laughs) Melissa stepped away.
3: I love it so much. She's like humming
2: in her room. Okay, Um, but yes, I believe. She calls herself a true daredevil fan. She hasn't even finished it. Come on,
1: sorry. Okay, she just started it. That's the thing. That's what we were just saying. I hope she can
2: Um, read
0: my lips. But yeah, (laughs) I I think she's just starting season three. Okay, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is arguably like that is the best season of it's the show. Great. It's really good. It's yeah. probably the best season of television.
1: Yeah. So to answer your question, <laughs> he is. I believe he sent back to jail at the end. Daredevil has the opportunity yeah. to kill him, I believe, but he actually he protects him from mm, from that other guy. Yeah, Poindexter. Like Poindexter. Yeah. Poindexter. Yeah. After cool me, he protects him. Uh, okay. Yep. Should we? Should, I'm, I'm giving thumbs up to, to yep. Melissa to come back in. Come on, Melissa. You can come back in. <laughs> So funny. We should,
3: probably, we should probably put a spoiler warning in the podcast for that, just because we
2: just told people to go watch the series. <laughs> that's, <pretty laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's okay. <laughs> if we want to edit that, I mean, yeah, it's okay. We <laughs> can. I'll put it. I'll put a spoiler. We'll put yeah, a Yeah, that'll fix and it in post. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, so freaking excited, guys! Like, and and and, <laughs> not to mention, we got No Way Home is coming out in, in just a mere mere hours at this point, and it's like. Huh? That is the possibility of all this multiverse shenanigans and the, the possibility mm-hmm. of all these things happening, that we're also getting these characters returning. It's just such a crazy day to be a Marvel fan. Like, this Matt, is insanity. Matt,
0: Matt. <laughs> you say mere hours. Like, in 36 hours, we will be finishing the opening uh the pre-movie trailers.
2: Right. will be finishing the actual movie. 36 hours. hours. 36 hours from right now. Oh my God. So I, I'm going to throw out a theory that again, I've not followed the No Way Home trailers. I don't know many of the rumors, all that stuff, but I at least know enough to know that like the, the, that, uh, there's going to be some kind of like legal situation that Peter Parker is in. Um, I don't think I'm spoiling anything just based on like all <laughs> no, the trailer you're, stuff. You're well, definitely I'm not good. spoiling anything. You're good. <laughs> so I, I think, I mean, to me, and, and you can tell you can tell me if this has been spoiled that it can't be the true. Like he's going to need a lawyer. We right, have been right. told you mm-hmm. that, that it the, the timing is so perfect that now that this is going to lead to Charlie Cox is his lawyer, right? Madamaraux well, is lawyer. It is Absolutely possible. We can all
3: hope.
1: We can all hope. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, Matthew Fox, you may want to take your headphones off because yeah. I am going to talk about the trailer for a second.
2: Uh, I'm when- I'm I'm okay at this point. I'm going to be part of the um, part okay. of this world. Well, ahead, some, hey, you're you're, you're the only hours away though. No, the- no, I'm not, I'm not going to see it till next week and probably not till even then uh, because of COVID. Co- COVID's really bad in my state right now, so okay. go ahead. Well, there's one
1: big thing in the trailer that this made me think about, uh, and that okay. is they have the big fight that is centered around a statue, which I have been saying through, through that that I think it's a statue of Captain America. I don't know if we've I talked about that on the thing. cast. So <laughs> it looks like they're putting a statue... Of Captain America up somewhere, and it looks like it's in a bay. In this episode, they say the, the new and improved
0: Statue, new and improved of, Statue yep.
1: of Liberty. I bet they're replacing the Statue of Liberty with a Statue of Captain America in the MCU, which is funny and weird. Because, but, as they should. But what excites I mean, me about that so much is <laughs> do you guys remember <laughs> the feeling? of Winter Soldier when we had a Tuesday release of a Agents of Shield episode oh, God. and then on Thursday we went to see a movie and then the very next episode was affected by what was on the screen yes this yeah. feels so much like that and it, and especially with Spider-Man being this uh, like all these possible villains in the Spider-Man movie. And now having Kingpin, who is originally a Spider-Man villain being shown on yep. a t- screen, that is so much like ward doing something evil. And then us being God, like, what's going on? Like this is the same thing. This is that same feeling. And I've been saying for, I've been saying for months that they needed to get a recapture that feeling that they got with the first season of, uh, of Shield. And I, they have the opportunity to do it here. Even if like Yelena gets to go see that statue, like that would be enough for me to be like, they handed the torch off. Okay. Handed the shield off because there's not a torch anymore, right?
0: They handed the shield off. It took it down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They took it down, gave it to Yelena. She's like, this is really heavy.
3: (laughs) And like, this is around the same time as No Way Home. Uh, Not a spoiler, but like, obviously, Far From Home picks up, you know, what, a few months after Endgame.
2: Six months, I believe. Yeah. I think it's longer than that. I think it was eight months because it was a school year. Have we seen anything in the No Way Home trailers that indicate what season it is? Like, has there been snow on the ground in any of the scenes? Has there been Christmas stuff in the background? Man, there's no. all kinds of crazy...
1: uh There is snow. There is snow, okay. but it may is be there? mystical snow. We're not sure. Okay, oh, right. There's good reason to believe well, it's mystical there's snow. There's
0: snow on the ground, but it's inside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, yeah, that's not... That can happen in July.
3: That's That's fine. <laughs> Everything's all screwed up now. The multiverse... Yeah. Who knows? The seasons could change. All right the real the real Andy Gomez
1: uh, <laughs> threw up this in the chat just now. So does this mean Val is working for Kingpin?
0: You know, yes. honestly, I thought I thought for like a brief second that the phone was going to have a picture of Val, like right. Contessa. You mm-hmm. know, all of the names. Of like I thought that did. it was going to be her and Eleanor, but then they just blew my mind, and that's why my arms like went. You know, wacky way we can play alarm flailing tube man. And I like audibly screamed. It was, I was like, it's, that's Vincent. That is Vincent's face on the freaking screen right there.
1: Well, it's, she said, I, I found out who hired me. She doesn't say Kingpin. She says Eleanor hired her. So Eleanor is somehow, I guess, I guess Val is working for Eleanor, if that's the case, or it's just some sort of like conglomeration of like, that was running some assassins for money or something like that.
3: I felt it was like she was the messenger for Kingpin.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely possible.
3: She was the messenger to tell Elena to go after Clint, but was working for Kingpin, who was working with Eleanor.
0: Yeah, I bet that she's really just a uh, a liaison mm-hmm. for Kingpin into like government and other things like well, kingpin mm-hmm. has so many irons in so many mm-hmm. fires all the time and val well, is just one of many
2: and here's the thing to me like and we talked about this actually on the superhero ethics episode i put up a couple a week or two ago i was actually kind of concerned about where they're going with val because to me one of the great things about the black widow movie is that val gets to stop being a person who follows the orders of other people without really understanding them, you know? And like, mm-hmm. she's no longer just going to go kill people. Cause someone, someone else tells you Yelena, Yelena. Sorry. Yeah. Yelena. That's what I mean. And, and so in some ways, like I didn't love that scene of Yelena doing that. Cause I felt like it was taking away a lot of Yelena's agency, especially if she comes back and is like, Oh yep, yeah, I'm once again, just killing people. Cause someone else told me to. And, Yet, granted, she's convinced that Ronan, uh, Clint killed her sister, you know, and, and cause who knows what the hell happened on Voromir. B- but I really love that uh, she never said it, but in her conversation with Kate Bishop, it seemed very clear that she also knows that Clint was Ronan. She thinks he should die as much for all the things he did as Ronan as much as like what she did to her sit what he did to her sister and i am hope so I, i'm kind of hoping that yes Val may have made the connection and elizabeth uh you know the mother is the one who kind of set it up but to some extent like yelena did her own research and yelena decided this is a contract i want to go go with cuz like i i i don't want this to be that yelena just has once again no agency and is just doing what are telling her and so i, I just really like that she was so into like the the ronin of it all the natasha of it all
3: i felt like her relationship with val was almost like a means to an end
2: mm-hmm. mm. so
3: you know where it's like okay i need to find my sister's killer now that i found it this is you know my mission i don't know how involved she is with val but i guess in the post credit scene she does say i'm on vacation so does seem as though they work together pretty frequently. Never right. mind. Well,
1: they also yeah. touch on it at the beginning of this episode with Anna telling her how to be a contract killer. She's like, no, no, no. This is my house. What, did you think I was just some, you know, slave of some man? And they're like, well, yeah. It's like, no. I'm <laughs> the boss That's what we here. all were for yeah. years. All of us. No. All of
0: us. Like... Yes, Uh, literally exactly that.
1: I love that scene, (laughs) especially the fact that they took the bright red... You know, antidote, and and gave her that line. Look what you did to my carpet! <laughs> it's
0: so I funny. Just, I love that there was. I, I love that, like, there was at least a little bit of a consequence to using the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they sprayed her face, and like, she got up, and you saw the outline stayed on the carpet, and I was like, oh, that's never going to come out. Yeah, exactly. and she immediately, she immediately was like, look what you did to my rug, soda, man, wow, soda. <laughs> <laughs> that sequence that first three minutes in that home is something that i wanted to talk about like Uh, i'm super excited about kingpin but like when when yelena went to the bathroom turned on the faucet put her hands under it and immediately turned to dust i was like i was blown away that they did that but then, even more so, when she reformed and the walls changed color around her. It was so well done. Oh, it was I, so I knew it
3: the second it, the screen went 2018. I was like, oh, she's about to die. She's about to get snapped.
0: Oh, oh but it was
3: man. so good. It was so reminiscent of uh, that episode of WandaVision. Yeah, with Monica. Yes. With that, that episode,
2: oh my God, beginning yes. of episode four. 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 Oh. Oh my God. Getting to see her snap out and then snap back in all because I think it's the first time we really got to see because from her perspective, that's what it would feel like. It's just like a blink in your yeah. out, blink in your back. Mm-hmm. It was
1: almost like the world yeah. was snapped away from her instead of her getting snapped away from the world. And it was right. so cool. But we
2: saw like
0: the way that we saw it from, um, from Monica Rambo's perspective is that she just kind of was asleep, appeared, woke up. What the hell? Everybody's screaming. Right. But here, like she was awake, cognizant, like saw the world shifting around her like we got to see it from her perspective like if you think about if uh, if you went away and then came back in the exact same spot 5 years later and the walls had been painted it would have just been like the walls are painted like a um, right. like a wizard of oz mm-hmm. kind of thing like oh that's a horse of a different color it's the walls mm-hmm. are a different color but the walls yeah. shifted around her everything yeah. got like it looked like it all morphed into place mm-hmm. so it it, it was a gradual transition, which makes me think that there's some sort of multiversal shenanigans happening with everybody who got snapped away. They went to maybe a pocket dimension or something or they, and they were being brought back and it was a gradual thing or Mm. they like, they saw, you know, the, the merging of the two worlds back to like from where they were to where they are. And then they came back to that. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, but it,
1: I think it's just the way they decided to visually depict it, but man, it looks—it was really, really cool. And It took me a second to realize what was going on. I was like, "Is she in a simulation or something?" Like, "What's?" Oh, great! Yeah, I did not notice the ear, like 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 Melissa did. So I just totally (laughs) did not see that, and it's so good.
3: And I think we talked about this in like I think our first instant reaction of Hawkeye is the continuity of needing to know everyone who was snapped and yep. needing to know their experience. And I loved that we got to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love being able to see, you know, all these, you know, different characters that we have throughout the universe and seeing their experience getting snapped because that's still the biggest thing that's happened in this, you know, MCU. Yeah.
0: And I, oh, I loved seeing it. I loved it too. Yeah.
3: Also that vest had no pockets. I did not see any pockets. I looked for it immediately.
1: She's really gone downhill with her vest choices. Um, It's really disappointing. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I gotta say, keeping Yelena Young with that snap and getting her in the room with Kate Bishop, this is the beginning of the Young Avengers, as it were. Yes. And we Mm -hmm. get, the the conversation between Yelena and Kate was freaking awesome. This is- I have to die for. The amount of I screen time they gave Yelena to just be Yelena and be funny and mm-hmm. oh, it's so good!
0: All the stuff the, with the macaroni and how I was waiting yes. for you and mm-hmm. oh yeah, if I wanted to kill you, <laughs> I'm one person. <laughs> this <laughs> is not cutlery. Dude, this, this is, is not, not cutlery. Kate,
3: like, This is not. If cutlery. I wanted to bishop. kill
0: you. I would like before the door would have closed. (laughs) I love that part. I love like, cause Kate Bishop is so meta about everything with Mm -hmm. the hero business. She like, you know, she's, she's always thinking of the marketing of it, you know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. like she told Clint it's, it's that branding issue. And like, she's, she's seen enough movies, right? She knows how these things would have happened or whatever. So when Yelena is just like, no, oh, yeah, if I wanted to kill you, she knows all the lines, she knows how to finish it and watching them interact like that was just so, just brilliant I want those two on screen all the time,
1: in yeah. everything there's tons of hilarious stuff in there but there's also some heartfelt stuff with like we are defined by what we do, not by word- nice words, like oh, her, yes. her yeah. real like examination of do we trust the Avengers just because they did one good thing, like, ugh, it's really good
2: Yeah, I mean, I I love that I felt so conflicted in that because we know that Elena's understanding of what happened to Natasha is wrong. You know, she seemed to think that Clint, like, killed her out of selfishness or whatever. Yet at the same time, everything else she said about Clint... Uh, and Ronan is correct. I mean, mm-hmm. he was this yep. He did leave this trail of blood for years. He, yep. The Avengers did do, you know, all of them <laughs> did some not so great things. This trail and, of blood that
1: runs around the entire earth. That was yes. very Russian.
2: <laughs> it was a very Russian thing <laughs> it to <really> say. Was. <laughs> yeah, and I, just, I just think they set that up so brilliantly. Like, there was no clear, like, right or wrong. Like, you understand where both of them are coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody
0: else I, want some mac and cheese real bad, though? Mm, oh my yes. god.
2: And I love I love <laughs> hot sauce and
1: mac and cheese. I do that all the time. I like to cut up chicken and throw it in the box mac and cheese and then throw some
2: hot sauce on it. Oh, and sometimes some actual like cheddar cheese. Yeah. That sounds delicious, but I saw people eating New York City pizza and so there's just no other food that appears mm. in that episode for mm. me. Like that's that's fair. That's fair. I,
3: I will take any more scenes with Yelena. I will take Yeah. Any Yelena Florence Pugh Scenes in the MCU, I want it. Like, oh, she has this really good smelling macaroni. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. <laughs> like, oh, I love everything about Elena.
0: Oh, man. I loved her with her hair down. Like yeah. mm-hmm. in the Black Widow movie, she always had her hair like tightly held back, mm-hmm. and that double pony. Yeah, in the in the double pony, like, and in in that scene, she had her hair down, and like it looked like she was you know kind of loosening up a bit, and like I Incredible. was I was about it. Yeah. Impeccable
3: style, by the way, yeah. in oh, every peccable. outfit. Yeah. Impeccable yeah. style, by Elena. Yeah.
1: I love what do you What do you want? Well, it's my first time in New York.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're you're from here, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Kate Bishop. Maybe you grew up
0: here. You could give me some ideas <laughs> oh, okay. some recommendations, Sucks. How frequently did that kind of shit happen? Like for people coming in to visit, like I, I want to go see these things, and you're like, God, that's such a tourist thing.
2: All the time. I mean, and like, the, the Rockefeller Center Tree is the one that I would go to, generally, because it is absolutely amazing, it's beautiful, it's great to go uh, uh, ice skating at, but yeah, the rest of it. I, I did have one small quibble in that conversation, and it just, I, I get why they're doing it, but it still was, it, it felt contrived to me, which is that Yelena is telling Kate all the things that um, that um Clint did, trying to convince her that Clint is not the hero she thinks she is. But she never says the words he is Ronin. And to me, the only reason for that those words not to be said is because they're setting up a big reveal for the next episode where Kate finds out that he's Ron- he's she's no. like he-, he He already knows. She already knows. She already knows for a certain last four. episode. Did she know? I thought Yeah, she- yeah they
0: yeah, talked she, about it. She was like, It it's you, isn't it? And he was yeah. like, We all dealt with the blip in our
2: own way. And yeah. Okay. I I'm completely ignoring me then. Yeah. Three in the morning, my memory not so good. <laughs> it happens. It happens. That whole scene
3: with Kate Bishop and Yelena, and I will continue to call her Kate Bishop because my Queen Yelena that's only what she calls her. But
0: <laughs> She calls her that to let her know that she knows so much about her. That's such a good moment. Oh
3: I, I I just like I couldn't help that entire scene being like the difference between Yelena and Matt is staggering.
1: Yes. Because
3: yeah. Yelena will just toy around with somebody. Whereas Natasha was very like, I know my mission. Right. I know how to get it done. I'm going to do what I need to do and get out of here. Whereas Yelena's like, let's hang out. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. It's girls night. Let's let, like let's talk to me and
0: you.
3: You want some delicious macaroni. I think Yelena <laughs> is
1: like genuinely really excited to have freedom for the first time. Like she's trying to mm-hmm. experience life. Yeah. And even though mm-hmm. she's still like a contract killer, she's like trying to like, Oh, but I'm still going to have a good time talking to this person. This person seems nice. I might have to kill her later, but she seems nice. We can have a girl's
2: night. <sighs> yeah. Especially because knowing everything else about Yelena, I don't think Yelena needed Kate to tell her, where is Clint? Like, I, I to me, Yelena went into that thinking, maybe I'll learn something, but mostly I want to screw with Kate Bishop. I Mm. want to break apart the alliance between these two. I want to not only kill Clint, but kill his memory in his biggest fan. You know, to me, it was Mm. the conversation they had before she asked, where is he? Was much more important to her because it just, she's so good at finding people. I don't think she needed that. I I felt like she was just trying to
3: get at like
1: what her loyalty to Clint is. It's what you said, Matthew. Uh, exactly what Melissa is saying now. It was like the fact that she was told to kill this person might not be exactly enough. Like she's sort of questioning it. And so she's right. seeking out Kate for that reason too.
0: Yeah, that's possible too. I think it's like a curiosity thing of like, yeah. yeah. But, but why though? Like, I'm yeah. gonna kill him still. Like that's, that's not ever leaving the table. But why though? Like why this? <laughs> Why this also?
3: And I I love it because she continues to be like, what what has he done? Why has he had such a big effect on you? And it's that opening scene where Mm -hmm. she's watching him jump off that building and shoot an arrow Mm -hmm. to, like, fly into that building. Oh, so good.
1: And he
0: saved her.
3: Yeah, he saved her.
1: That's the reveal we haven't had. I'm looking forward to Mm -hmm. seeing Kate say, like, well, you saved my life. And he's like, well, I've been trying to, but the track sheets are still after. He's like, no, no, no. You, when you saved my life when I was six or whatever, like like, in 2012,
3: like I was in that building.
1: Yeah. And he doesn't know that yet. I think that's such a cool (laughs) thing or that her entire love of archery and love of like learning all these physical things (laughs) is like all because she lives, looks up to him. Like he knows she looks up to him as an Avenger, but she he doesn't know that she's like this kid who watched him jump off that building.
0: Right, Um, uh, watching watching her and her mom have that conversation of like her mom's cleaning her wounds and just kind of being being a good mom somehow, Um, and she's like Kate's looking up at the walls like God, I I thought I could be one of them, Mm. and you know it's she just ah, she based her life around seeing Clint do amazing things one day, and then was like. They're gonna hold tryouts someday, and I'm gonna be ready <laughs> like, like yeah. it may not have been that silly, but like that was her goal. you know, I'm gonna be an avenger, yeah, is yeah. what she probably was saying at five, six years
2: old, and like she believed it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think we kind of talked about that in some ways like. Clint it, to become Clint is kind of the lowest bar of the Avengers. Like, oh, <laughs> I, no, 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 no! no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't mean <laughs> that in a bad way, but think of it like: can you can you become a Norse god? Probably not. <clears throat> can you get super serum? Probably right. not. All the other people like is just an impossible. But Clint, it's, is, it's attainable. Yeah, it's an yeah, attainable. Clint, Clint, Clint is just being. the per- you could attain it. It is a bar that is possible <laughs> to overcome.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: Like looking at the checklist,
0: like, oh, gamma radiation. Yeah, that's not for me.
2: Billionaire, probably not. Uh, I mean, her mom's close, but mm-hmm. yeah. Close,
3: but
0: not quite. Uh,
3: I was talking about me. I was like, hmm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not yeah, yeah. billionaire.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Certainly not genius. Cross that one off.
1: Do I want to be imprisoned and forced to spy for Russia for a few years? No,
0: that's not for me no. either. Yeah. I, it's just a lot of time lost. i got shows to watch. <laughs> Things to do. Shows to watch. I'm, I'm still a senior, you know, got the double major going for me, and I, I just don't have time for that.
3: I could talk about Yelena for hours. Right. If anyone wants to catch me online, you know where to find me, straight in the Chat on Facebook. But
2: the f- Let's switch yeah. from your queen then to my queen. Can we talk about Maya. And, and, and of course. That's, that's where I was going. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Maya. I am on record. I'm not the guy who loves the fight scenes. I, you know, I, I hope, I was hoping that Ronan would go in, Clint would go in wanting to talk and then maybe there has to be a fight scene because there has to be a fight scene. So I was a little disappointed that he went in fighting with the idea of like, I'm going to disarm her and then talk to her. But then once they did have the conversation, I loved it. And I loved, I loved seeing that. You know, that, that at the end of the fight, she doesn't believe him, but clearly he's planted enough of a shadow of a doubt that she's now asking her number two and she's starting to put the pieces together that he was probably the one who betrayed everyone. And I just thought that was, cause at first I was like, eh, what was the point of that scene if she doesn't believe him? But then seeing like, no, it is, it is percolating. He did get to her. I just yeah. thought it was such a, such a good way to develop mm-hmm. her character. Well, so I mean,
0: good. the thing—the thing that happened there is like, well, he had to take out the the people around her. That you know, it was a come alone kind of situation, and nobody ever comes alone. Had to take out the bros <laughs> in a very Batman kind of sequence, right? Oh, very Batman! Yeah, like he had to take out the bros, get them out of the way, so that they could have their talk. But in true superhero fashion, a talk isn't had between heroes until a fight has
2: been had. Yawn.
1: (laughs) I I gotta say, like, you're the one that feels more representation here, but like, I gotta say, I love the physicality of Maya and like Mm -hmm. seeing her pull off all those crazy moves. And this actress is just killing it. And the fact that she has a prosthetic leg and does all these moves and so many of them incorporate the prosthetic leg. Like I loved to see that scene. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: God, the way she blocks the sword with the with the prosthetic.
1: Yeah, like, ugh, and when she has to get champion. up from a squatted position, she has to put all of the all of the squat has to come from the one leg. Like they do mm-hmm. such a good yep. job of making it clear that she is working with what she has, and that that's still right. there, but she's not letting it stop her. And I, I freaking loved that scene.
0: I don't know that necessarily that it's that they're making it clear that she's you know got that or. Uh, it's not, they're not focusing on it. No, I They're agree. not like, look at how much trouble she's having standing up using only one leg. No, it's just, they're not hiding it, you know?
2: And that's the great thing. That, to me, is exactly why it's important to have roles like that played by actors who have the, the same issue, because yeah. I don't think the writers said, hey, actress, you know, or, or forget her name, um... Alaqua Alakwa Cox. Cox. I thought it was. I don't think they said, Hey, can you, can you like get up in a way where you're putting all your exactly, weight on one leg? Yeah. Just, they told her get up and she has a prosthetic leg. So that's how they did it. Yep. And it was like, perfect. That's what the actress does. Cause that's what the character would do and vice versa. Totally agree. I just <laughs> yeah. think it's
1: amazing to highlight the physicality of that actress yes. and that and the character. Like it's just yeah. so freaking cool to see. And it like, it's inspiring. As a able-bodied person watching that, like fully whatever, <laughs> as a person with both legs, I'm looking at her and going, "Like, I really got to get to the gym." Like, that's that. Yeah. She just got <laughs> She just did that with one leg, and I don't think I could do that with two. And it's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: yeah, and, and to be clear, I mean, I made the yawn joke just to the idea that it has to be that way. I did yeah. love the fight scene. I just thought it would. I thought Ronan was going to come in wanting to talk. But right. it's, a, it's a little cliche. Yeah. Oh yeah, The but, but whole, I,
0: like, let's fight first kind of thing.
2: But yeah. then when he was able to connect with her about that idea of, like, that in, in many ways she's in the Ronin phase now. You know, that whole thing yeah. about how love, like, yeah, exactly. the hate blinds you. It was just mm-hmm. so well done.
1: And that reveal that where he says, like, it blinds you, believe me, I know. And then he reveals that his killing of her father was a manipulation by Kingpin. Like, he killed her father and he's he's, ap- he's apologizing for it in a way but he's also saying like i did it because i was lied to and right. i was manipulated and like you're being manipulated the same way now like and, that's and, and so i was cool. i was so blind that i
2: could be manipulated exactly yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and i love that in that scene like it may not be a big thing i don't know but i love that in that scene he's got the sword on her but like as he's talking to her he's doing his best to use as much sign as he knows. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, he uses yeah. family with the one hand. He's like, you know, I know. Like he does all of the all of the things that are like, you know, your first year ASL student is gonna is gonna know. And like it's just it's really endearing. You know? Absolutely. I just I, ah, I love this series so much.
1: Yeah. Um one of the things <sighs> I haven't discussed at all, I really loved his discussion with Nat at the memorial for 2012.
3: Oh, and, and it was at his, the exact yeah. spot where they assembled, yeah. right by Grand Central? Exactly.
1: Oh. Me and Jeff mm-hmm. went there. When we were in New York, we had we to go. there. We had to go and assemble there when we were in New Is York. Is there together. a
3: plaque? Is there a plaque? There was not a
1: plaque. We a plaque. might have... We, we, we get wrote on the enough. walls, but they might have
0: cleaned it by now.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's just such a great <laughs> one. When he says he says, you always had to win, didn't you? It's just like,
3: oh, And you're, you were always the bravest of us all. I was like, mm-hmm. she was. We, we, we already knew, but thank you for the confirmation. He said,
1: I do my best every day to earn what you gave me.
2: Oh. oh. Stop. <laughs> I know that we often complain about... Uh, the big studios listening to angry, annoyed fans in in the worst ways. And like, I'm, I get that, you know, I think the, the toxicity of fans can really be a thing. Um I please bring back cowboy bebop. I hate that. I got canceled, but to me, this is the other side of it because I think they're probably going to do some of it anyway. But to me, so much of this show is one of the things that it's saying is, Hey fans, all of you who thought we did not give Natasha the the what she deserved in Endgame, you're right, and we're fixing that because there's just yeah. been so many, both in Black Widow, but in e- especially in this, because so often there was so much of it about Hawkeye, having Hawkeye so clearly show that it's he's the one who's paying tribute to her, I think is just mm-hmm. it, it feels needed after Endgame. You know, it was like I loved Endgame, but that was one one really sour note, and right. this feels like it's
1: really addressing that. Also, Elena too. Like this is a show where two yeah. people that love Nat are trying to kill each other. And so like, that's just how she would
0: want it. Just how she would want it.
1: <laughs> Celebrate her the way she lived. <laughs> no. Murder. With murder. murder. And he sa- he also says, um, I miss you and I'm sorry for what I'm about to do, which I guess he means he's going to go do his Ronin thing, which he kind of like put away when she asked him to. But I love, yeah. I love the conversation with his wife uh, and she's just such God, a rider. I die. love their love. Oh, it's so good. And like, I love their love so much. Th- there's there's a there's a different kind of relationship that would probably stand up to him and be like, no, you can't go down that dark road. You can't go be Ronan again. You have to be the hero. But she's like, no, I'm just with you. Like, I'm I, yeah. I trust your judgment, yeah. and I'm with you. If you got to do some dark shit, you got to do some dark shit. You gotta do what
3: you
0: gotta do. Have you guys heard the
3: theory about Laura and the watch?
0: Yes. She's somehow Mockingbird?
3: Yes, and that the tie-in, as an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, the tie-in goes from when Laura retired, Bobby Morris picked up the Mockingbird role, and that is how we tie into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that somehow the watch belonged to Laura. I and like was them. she was an agent back then. On today's I'm okay episode with that.
1: Today on Marvel Sid podcast, <laughs> we also talked about uh the, that theory this this afternoon, uh me and uh, Ash, and uh 084 wrote in and he was saying that like even though if she's Mockingbird, it would destroy Bobby Morse's Mockingbird. Because he was working off a different theory that this is Bobby Morse who had to change her name. When she became, uh, you know, went into hiding, but I like your theory a lot that like Laura could have been the previous Mockingbird before Bobby Morse. I like that; that's really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm just That'd... gonna be the fly in the ointment there. I think it would be a fun tie-in. But I think one of the things that they seem to be leaning towards, especially in Agents of Ultron, is the idea that... Agents, Agents Age of, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sorry, Age of Ultron. I don't get names right on my own podcast when it's normal hours, and it's just, three and four that in the morning here. That was,
1: that was such a mixture of names, I couldn't tell which one you're talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, <laughs> like, I had to clarify. Like, normally like, we could figure it out. I, was I don't know like, what Agents of Ultron is.
2: Jeff said nothing while I said the phrase, Revenge of Sky." Skywalker as the name of the movie <laughs> multiple yeah. times. So, I knew what you meant. <laughs> but the impression I always got was that he, his family was his escape from this world, you know, and it, like Laura knew about it. He, he didn't hide it from her, but they were civilians and this was his civilian life. And I, it would be a fun tie in, but I think I would be a little sad to lose that. Like, I, cause mm. I... To me, I think that was always something I – to me, part of what I thought made Clint so powerful is that unlike so many of them, he still had a foot in the civilian world. You know, he still had a connection to normal people that most of the rest of them didn't. Mm. It's not a huge deal if it does turn out that she's Mockingbird. I think there could be a a lot of fun ways to go with it, but I think it would be a little sad to me if we lost that. I don't think you
1: lose that. I think you just – it's the fact that she had a life before she was a civilian, you know? And I mean, clearly in this, in the show, we've shown that she can like speak different languages. She can do uh spy like research online to find out what people are doing. She knows all these processes that like, when he says, what are you, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to do the catch and release. And she's like, ah, one of Nat's moves. Like she knows a lot yeah. about his world that could yeah. just be because you have a very open relationship about that stuff. Sorry, different kind of open relationship. Um a very, <laughs> I was like, whoa! A very good open communication. Discussion. I, I would
3: like in on... <laughs> 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 Again, week, weekly appreciation for uh, Linda, Car- Linda, Cardellini Linda Cardellini Absolutely, c- continuing to just have the smallest role in some episodes, but continue to come back. I love that continuity. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. yes. I like it a lot. Oh, man. It's
0: it's so great to and have And if her. she
1: ended up being... Like a, a badass agent and showing up and doing some stuff, I would be I'd be here for it. I like the theory a lot. Love
0: it, yeah. I I like it. I like the she retired and then Adriana Palicki, Bobby Morse picked it up. I like that. Yeah, I like that uh, the, because that, version. that doesn't take away from Agents of Shield, where we're still hashtag bring back Bobby, right? Hashtag, yeah, we're
3: always hashtag bring back Bobby, hashtag like. bring back Daisy, hashtag bring back <laughs> hey, Simmons. <laughs> Yo yo. Hashtag
1: bring back Bobby. The show is gone for years and years. Yeah. we still hashtag bringbackbobby on Bobby everything. Um okay. You,
2: you know some of those actors and actresses have moved on, right? No. Like, no. We we have not. The order hasn't exist. But not us. Yeah. Right, Melissa? Not us. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that's right, we can't. Yeah.
1: Some people move on, but not us. I like it. But not very, very, well. very well done. Actually, a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. Oh, let's talk about... Uh, any any other last things I know that we really got to get going? Uh, yes, I got to say a couple jokes that we didn't get to talk about. I love the Uber getaway. They're walking away from a yeah. fucking spy fight, and he's like, "How are we gonna get back?" And she's like, "She's got an Uber arriving." That's that was so funny. That, that is
3: the most Gen Z thing I've
1: ever seen. It's the it's the most <laughs> Kate Bishop thing. Like Kate Bishop absolutely
3: would call an Uber. I love that. I just like as as a fellow young person. That would be what I did. <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, God. immediately, whenever I have to get anywhere, Uber. <laughs>
2: I, I would argue with you, Melissa, but I have to get my walker first.
3: <laughs> uh, when I said fellow young person, I was referring to Kate Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be very clear, I was not referring to anyone on this call.
2: <laughs> oh no, no, I know, I know. I think you are pointing out what you are—that we are not—and oh, I'm very much yeah, not. No, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> but it's New York. What about the taxis? <laughs> <laughs> no nope,
2: Uber from the
3: phone. Always from the phone. Always uh, uh, from the phone. One thing we haven't talked about that I just want to touch on quickly. Jack getting arrested. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I, good. I, and Eleanor was like, you are right. I looked into it. I was like, liar. Lies. <laughs> you liar. You are a liar. You're a fat liar, yep. Eleanor. Jack Jack walking away yep. and being like, I will be back in time for the Christmas party.
1: It was just yeah. so
0: good. Because it's just what? so
1: dumb. He's such a beautiful, dumb man.
3: I love him so yeah. much. <laughs> I was just like, what, what is happening?
2: I had like half a moment where I wondered, is he in on it as well? And he, but like, no, no, he's just a patsy. He's He's just just a beautiful, dumb summer child. I just. I just love him so much. He just
3: didn't seem to have a problem with it at all. Uh, No.
0: I mean, no no worries. No concern in that brain. He is Well, he says it right there. He's like, that's that's what starts that whole conversation. I've never worked a day in my life. Exactly. I've never worked a day in my life.
1: How could I have done bad things? I've never done anything. Like, that is such a great defense. I can't stand how great that defense is. And I believe him 100%. He is not in on it. He has never done anything thing in his life and it's so good he's so privileged that he is certain those handcuffs are not going to stay on him and the justice system will work in his favor
3: (laughs) yeah hashtag ash was right the second she saw that red dress ooh, that girl but no oh yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i yeah i i don't trust eleanor never have
1: Mm -mm. nope can't do it can't Mm -hmm. do it also another joke i just absolutely love is the no weapons i have no weapons oh yeah no weapons that are in my hands
3: Oh, again no,
1: that's wrong too that's also a lie <laughs> the, the
3: second she said that I was like liar
1: <laughs>
3: none in my hands oh man uh, that's a lie <laughs> and last one I have to
1: bring up is Run DMC is classic tracksuits like <laughs> oh gosh and then they're like do they, we
0: look like royal tendon they're bombs they're
1: arguing
2: about whether they look like royal tendon bombs or not yes yes of course we do <sighs> <laughs> all right, so so I, I need to ask, for those of you who know these stories much better, the, the the second command from Maya, who I think we're pretty clearly supposed to now think is the one who set up her father. Kazi. Kazi, Kazi. Is he someone from comics at all? Is this just yes. a, a completely new thing? Okay. Yeah. Is him being the traitor something from? Uh, he
0: is employed by Wilson Fisk um, and other criminal organizations. Um, he has a criminal moniker. I think he's called the Clown, mm. where he's got like white face paint, makeup, and uh, like a single tear. Um, He's done some bad stuff that I don't want to spoil just in case it does happen.
2: Fair, fair. Um, How
3: how do we have one episode left? There is one singular episode left of this show and there's so much left to tie. Yelena and Hawkeye need to talk. We need to figure out the watch. Hawkeye needs to make it home for Christmas. Uh, This whole Kazi... Kingpin, uh, Maya thing. Like, there's a lot to wrap up, and what it's probably going to be, like, what, 45
2: minutes? How are they going to do it? It's not going to be wrapped up. It never is. Disney Plus has given us a couple of very different TV shows but all of them have hit some similar beats. All of them have hit some, like, internal moments. They've all had some moments of, like, connection to the larger story. And so far, every single one of them has a somewhat disappointing ending that didn't tie up all the loose ends. So I think we just have to have... It's going to be one more time of that. Like, the, it, all of these shows, I think, like, we're just going to get to the end. There's going to be, like, so much that's good, but also, like okay, but what about these other stories? Because you're right, I'm going to any way they can do it all in 45 minutes. There's
3: there's two very important things, though, that need to be wrapped
2: up. Again, Yelena and Hawkeye need to have a
3: conversation. I think that is yeah, a must, as well sure. as this watch. We need at yeah. least some sort of a little bit of an answer as to what the significance of this watch is. Because right now, we haven't heard about it this whole episode. There was no conversation about the watch, and we got a very brief mention last week about it. Like the first episode was very much about the watch, and we haven't really heard anything about it since.
1: Yeah, and we need Wilson Fisk on screen. I need Wilson oh, Fisk yes. on screen, <laughs> having a conversation, in a fight, whatever.
3: Do we actually think we're going to get more D'Onofrio in this series, or is that just was that all? Because oh. I could see I could see that being all.
1: I think he's either in this series or he's in No Way Home. One of those two. I think it's going to be both.
2: I think he's going to be in this a little bit more, but I think he will be the primary antagonist for Echo.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think the, the, like the Maya and Kazi and, and tracksuits and all that will probably not be wrapped up in this series. Right. And mm-hmm. it's probably going to be in Echo where they, where they do everything with that. After seeing what they've done with Maya in this season of this series, like, I'm excited for what they're going to do with Echo. Like, How much they're going to play with sound and how much Mm -hmm. they're going to to do to like affect our senses in that show. I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked for how that's going to go.
3: Yeah. So One more thing. I mentioned it last week on a scale of one to ten. How confident are we that Clint makes it home for Christmas? Ten. Ten. Okay. we were all very confident last week, I think. One hundred percent. One hundred. Jeff, Jeffrey. I'm scared. Tell, tell me, I, be
0: honest. I'm just, I'm just scared, is all. The more that Linda Cardellini lets on that she might be a hero from the past, I, I think. I think Christmas comes to him. I saw that someone posted oh, that theory. I'm yeah. sorry,
3: I don't remember your name, but somebody in the Facebook stranded Panda chat posted that. Like, yeah, yes.
1: Okay. But you know, that's a good one.
3: If you thought of it as well, good job. Mm-hmm. But like that. They bring Christmas to him. It's like, oh, special. But yes. I will stick with my theory that he makes it home for Christmas, but also brings Elena. I need it. I love American Christmases, is what she said. I, and I'm trying my best to manage expectations, but I will riot if she does not go home for Christmas with Flint, I will... I don't know what I'll do. I'll figure it out at the, at the time.
2: We're taking it to the streets and we're going to be very confused. But what if she spends Christmas with Kate and Jack? I don't like that as much. Mm. Okay, It needs to be a celebration
3: of Nat's life, I feel like. And if she goes with Flint and Pham... I feel like it can very much be a little bit of a celebration for Nat.
1: Yeah, if she sees his children running around and it reminds her of like her and Nat having American oh Christmases God. together, like that, that's going to be a touching moment.
3: Oh, and like this is why they, she sacrificed herself for me, for this, for these kids' childhood to grow up with a father. I can't do this. It's for him. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it.
0: We have to end it. They introduce Elena to Nate. Like Nate is named after Natasha. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you stop because cutting onions in here? Because just like wow, yeah, it's gonna be it beautiful. So I don't know so- if
3: you could see tears in audio, but mm-hmm. if you could,
2: Lucy is is waving her hands in front of her face, drying the tears. I came up with this crackpot theory. Uh, today on the feedback cast, we are so bad at ending this. Go yeah,
1: on. I <laughs> We've tried
3: but- to end it three times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I came to crack my theory on the on the feedback cast today because I was watching episode four, like for the fourth time, and like there's a moment where he's watching "It's a Wonderful Life," and like. Barton, like, grabs his face and, like, it's almost like like he's going to cry. And it's the scene where everyone comes around, the guy who thinks that his life is meaningless, the guy who thinks his life has been nothing but pain to everyone, and then everyone comes around him to help him at the end and show him how meaningful he was to them. And Hawkeye, during that entire episode, was talking about his entire life is nothing but, like... Being it, a weapon. His purpose is to be yeah. a weapon. Like, sure, I do things to help people, but in the end, it's really to hurt people. I was people. aimed at the, I was aimed by the right people at the right targets. But in the but end, I'm I still, still hurt just people. a weapon. And like. Right. It reminded me so much of what he's saying about himself and what that it's a wonderful life scene means And that moment. It made me think we're going to get a similar it's a wonderful life moment for Clint, where everyone he's helped either in the show or in his life or whatever, like various people who he's helped on his journey come together to help him in the end. And it's that great Christmassy moment. That's what I want. And it might be that his family is involved in that, like his family shows up as part of
0: that. Here I am again, remembering a scene from this episode where uh, Maya was talking to Kazi, and she said, I shared my feelings, or at least that's what the subtitle said. (laughs) So good. And the sign that she did was just, like, rip hard out show. Oh, Mm -hmm. I didn't notice that. Yeah. And I'm feeling that again. Yeah. On this.
3: I'd just like to apologize in advance if this Yelena going home for Christmas with Clint doesn't happen, I'm very sorry. Because <laughs> I've right? I, I broken my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> and I've probably broken
2: others, and I just want to say I'm sorry. That, that's just why I'm a little bit holding on to the Yelena and Kate Bishop spend Christmas together, because I think one, to me, one of the things that, that the show is clearly going to end where Hawkeye is now Kate Bishop. But if if Clint gets to retire, then I think part of where we're going is that Yelena is going to wind up being Kate's new mentor and, and teacher. And, mm-hmm. and so there's a kind of really nice synergy there of like Clint isn't going to teach her, but Natasha's sister is. So I, I think we can get a really beautiful Yelena moment, even if it's not in Kansas. And frankly, no offense. I've spent Christmas in New York City. I've spent Christmas on a farm in Kansas. New York City wins. Um, but like yeah. either way, I think we can get a good story. Yeah. Apologies to our listeners who are in Kansas, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What if we get all of those, actually? What if, because Eleanor has to go to jail because of her criminal dealings, Kate has nowhere to go for Christmas, and Hawkeye takes Kate and Yelena
3: Stop back Stop getting home. our hopes up! But what about Jack? Poor Jack! <laughs> Jack
0: can come too.
3: He's never worked a day in his life, he'll be fine.
1: <laughs> well no, like that. that's the thing. I think that Jack might be one of those people I'm talking about that comes and helps Hawkeye. Like he's, he clears his name and so at the end Jack's like
2: one of the guys who comes to help. I want, I'm I just wa- saying, Elena at an Upper East Side fancy Christmas holiday party. like <sighs> I'm down for that. I don't know.
3: if She's cut out for a fancy party. I don't know if they're cut out for her. That's what'll make it great. Oh, that, thats a good. That's
0: but a good she point. will
2: slay in whatever dress she wears. Oh yeah. my God! Yes, she will.
0: I. You know, what if Kate says, "Clint, bring your family," and they all come to the penthouse. What if
3: she, her mom, reinstates her credit <laughs> cards, and her first purchase is plane tickets for the fam, for Aww. his fam.
2: You're gonna get plane oh. tickets on December twenty third to New York City. Good She's luck. He's a millionaire. <laughs> he's an Avenger.
3: <laughs> you Things private
0: happen. Jet. <laughs> private yeah. jet.
3: The Quinn jet's somewhere out there. That's
1: yeah. fair. That's fair. We were talking about how all bald white men are Kingpin before we got on the cast. And Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life is Kingpin, right? Okay, sorry. You okay, spoiled uh, the ending. Everybody else has
2: had a chance to do this, so now it's my turn. One quick last thing before we go. Um By the way, you should put something in the show notes to conv- suggest that people play a drinking game of every time someone says one last thing. You'll get completely plastered, but it'll be a lot. <laughs> But here's my completely off-the-wall theory. So, we had that wonderful graphic at the very end of the credits where you mm-hmm. just see, like, the shot of New-, of New York City, and it's the silhouette of uh, Kingpin. And the silhouette of Kingpin is not the silhouette of Vincent D'Onofrio. It's the, like, more cartoonish, comic booky, like, where the shoulders are, like, eight times wider than his head. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is also the exact image we got in of Kingpin in Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been anti multiverse, but if you're telling me that somehow we're gonna get those, like somehow, like it's gonna be a couple of different kingpins, or like that, I, I don't know. I have no idea what it looks like. It might be a complete coincidence. I might be totally off my rocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if somehow we're getting some part of Spider Verse to come into all of this as well, and that there's oh, yeah. some kind of the two kingpins, like
0: mind blown. Don't you? Don't you promise me to Haley Steinfeld to not deliver?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: By the way, let me just drop this in the video version. Oh, Spider-Gwen meets
0: Kate Bishop. Oh, yes. Look at this. Spider-Gwen meets Kate Bishop. What for those of, uh, for those of you who missed it. It's everything I've ever needed.
1: <laughs> for those of you who missed it, this was the final shot of the cartoon ver car- the the animated part at the end of the show, and man, I loved it so much. Yeah.
3: And it's, I did not uh, see it. I fast-forwarded through the credits to see if there was a mid-credit scene, and you guys yeah. got my live reaction. Yes. Looking back when you mentioned it, and I gasped.
2: Yeah, yeah. I didn't yep. like,
1: it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. If you it's, have not seen it, so go, go see a, the
3: last cartoon still in the, the Hawkeye end. credits. Yeah. it's beautiful. It's it, or it just, just
2: turn on Twitter because Twitter has no spoiler policy, and this is all over. No, no, no. no it. It. <laughs>
3: don't go on Twitter. Don't go. On not Twitter. After don't go on Twitter. It's an awful place. If you don't want to get No Way Home
2: spoiled, stay off Twitter. Oh, fair, fair. I I, I didn't see any of those on there, <laughs> but I'm sure it's really they're there.
0: Four a.m.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh this that that is that'll be all. Uh if you're watch watching this, it's the day it's the day before Spider-Man comes out. Over on Bingers Assemble we have all five of the previous Spider-Man movies uh dropped over there. Um the two two amazing Spider-Mans and the three Raimi Spider-Mans. Uh, the one amazing
0: Spider-Man and the one not so amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, so then if you the get Raimi a chance,
1: and you want to check out those. We're really, I, I'm, I'm proud of Benders Assemble. I think it's a really fun show. So we'd love it if you guys would go over there and subscribe. Uh, so check out our, uh, we're covering those in preparation for No Way Home because it's like a big, uh, big crossover event possibly. So yeah. we wanted to cover all those old movies. But, uh, what about you guys? Uh, what do you, what would you like to, uh, plug Mr. Fox.
2: My Star Wars podcast will be doing Book of Boba Fett coming soon but much more importantly for right now on PandaVision which kind of the TV equivalent to Bingers Assemble Dude, uh, the myself, Witcher. Ashley Coffin and Paul Hoppy are covering The Witcher we just put out episode one of our primer for season one if you didn't see season one or you just don't remember it very well this is a great way to get caught up uh, the second part of it will go up on Thursday and then starting Friday we'll be doing episode reactions to the episodes there are eight episodes we're going to do one for Every two episodes just try to make sure we can get it on time because there is some holiday stuff coming up the week afterwards. But yeah, all the all of Witcher season two will be covered by myself, Ashley Coffin, and Paul Hoppy on Pandavision. Check it out.
0: Sweet. Stupid excited about the Witcher season two coming up. Awesome. Yep. What about you, Ms. Melissa? Anything you'd like to plug?
2: I
3: still have to watch The Amazing Spider-Man 2, because that is the only Spider-Man I have not oh. seen, and I'm going to have to watch it today, and then I will immediately <laughs> be going over to the Bingers Assemble podcast and binging all of the podcasts before I go into No Way
2: Home at 7 p.m. Spoilers, it's the best non-Tom Holland Spider-Man. That is Over into class. the Spider-Verse? <laughs> uh, no, not better. Best live action. I I do believe that, but I also like getting to watch Jeff Randall's face when I said that. It, it, entirely false. Yeah, d- like definitely <laughs> patently, not the same one. I, like, false. You can make <laughs> a case so the
1: first Amazing Spider-Man, but that second Amazing Spider-Man.
3: Oof. I, I did. I mm, I watched for the first time the Garfunkel Spider-Man, and I would just like to—he <laughs> gives me the ick, and I don't like it. Um, he gives yeah. me
2: I, the I rewatched <laughs> McGuire and hated him, and loved Garf- Garfield so much more. Really? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's a discussion there Uh, yeah we gotta go though we gotta get out this thing (laughs) (laughs) melissa
0: um good luck uh make sure that you're not driving because we've already had people tell us that they had to pull over while driving listening to us talk about amazing spider-man 2 on Avengers.
3: okay there's so many reasons why well they they were laughing too hard Okay, I was like, hopefully it's the laughing and not because it was like such a terrible movie that or podcast. You just want to drive into a rail,
0: pull over to vomit.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's gonna be all for Marvels and Heroes podcast, guys. We'll be back like tomorrow with freaking No Way Home. We love you all. Peace. Until
0: tomorrow, true believers. Woo!